So I thought of something in the shower the other day. Mm. What? I was thinking of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And Tyrannosaurus rex, right? But also known as a T-Rex. What other dinosaurs are also abbreviated? Is there any other ones? Pterodactyl. T-Dactyl. Don't, don't lie to me. <laughs> don't lie to me. Is there any other ones? Or is that the only one? Brontosaurus. B-Saurus. B-Rex. B-Rex. No. Um, see? There aren't any other ones. And well, I figured I figured out why. I think his name has a dash in it. His name. His name. <laughs> it's always a he. Yes. I figured out why. Because hmm. T-Rex everything he touches... Oh my god, that's not funny <laughs> at all, and what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> You're so stupid, I don't know you. Oh, but you do know me. No, I don't. Welcome to episode 33 of the Press Continue Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I'm your host, Brittany. And today we're talking about hairstyles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got a pretty interesting one. Oh, I know. All my hair's in my face. It's driving me crazy. No, I had, to, I had to pick it up and put it pick in it a... Pick it up? Pick it up and put it in a bun. Be real. You have your hair in a clip right now. It's a in a clip. clip. It's in a clip. I yeah, I'm looking at it. It's a clip that is also changes colors in the it's sun. It's a lady's clip. It turns purple. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fancy. There's like no that. shame. There's no shame. No, no. I go out like this sometimes because well, I forget. Then that's kind of shameful. <laughs> that's okay. No. Um. Yeah, it is what? about it is about hairstyles. What are we talking about? Ladies' hairstyles. Ladies' hairstyles. Mm-hmm. So okay, there's the bob. <laughs> the bob and weave. There's the. Uh, um, okay, we're talking about the game braid. This oh, is, okay. <laughs> this is the bob and weave. I didn't want to hear any other uh, names you I, had. I was coming up with new ones like the droopy Sanchez. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> the tinkle slap. And uh, that's not hairstyles. No. Oh. <laughs> All right. So yeah, braid. Braid. Why is this game called Braid anyway? I don't know. I don't either. I think they're braiding elements of different types of games together. That's what I was thinking. Because you know what? I, I don't know if you want to get into it right now. But... No, get into it. Right now. <laughs> now let's talk about the game first and then... Okay. Well, like... then we'll get into it right later. Yeah, right okay. later. So Braid was released August 6, 2008 on Xbox Live. And later on PC, Mac, PS3, and Linux. Mm-hmm. 20 bucks. Mm. 20 bucks is a little bit steep. Well, yeah. And we'll get to reason why <laughs> <laughs> later. But it is a game that won some awards. Actually, a lot of awards. 
um, but it did win a, what is that, Innovation in Game Design Award in 2006 during the Independent Games Festival, where it was first debuted. Mm-hmm. Playing this game, you can see why it won a lot of awards, because yes. it is very unique. Well, anyway, before we get into all that, why don't you tell us what the storyline is in this game, Brittany? Oh, okay. Well, the story follows a guy named Tim, and he's off searching for a princess, And uh, the story goes like this. Tim is off on a search to rescue the princess. She has been snatched by a horrible and evil monster. This happened because Tim made a mistake. Not just one. He made many mistakes during the time they spent together all those years ago. Memories of their relationship have become muddled, replaced wholesale, but one remains clear. The princess turning sharply away, her braid lashing at him with contempt. Oh, well, there's the braid. Her hair. Oh. He knows she tried to be forgiving, but who can just shrug away a guilty lie, a stab in the back? Such a mistake will change a relationship irreversibly, even if we have learned from the mistake and would never repeat it. The princess's eyes grew narrower, she became more distant. Our world, with its rules of causality, have trained us to be miserly with forgiveness. I don't know what that means. By forgiving too readily when we can be badly hurt. But if we've learned from a mistake and become better for it, shouldn't we be rewarded for the learning rather than punished for the mistake? How long is this? <laughs> this cannot be. This is it. Yeah. Tim and the princess lounge in the castle garden, laughing together, giving names to the colorful birds. Their mistakes are hidden from each other, tucked away between the folds of time. Safe. Okay, so that's enough of the storyline. I don't have to do the whole thing. No. Too much. Because this, the way that this thing is written... At first, it's like, okay, yeah, I kind of understand what's going on. And then they start writing okay, yeah, there's things a lot that don't of narrative. make sense. Well, there's yeah. a lot of narrative. But I couldn't follow a lot of it. Yeah, it's it's kind of a like hidden meaning, I guess. Yeah, or... I was trying to understand what was happening in the story, and I just found myself reading it and being like, now I'm just more confused about what I just read. Well, they're kind of giving you the idea that Tim, the main character, did something to this princess who he used to be in a relationship with, and now he's trying to get the princess back, but she, like, will not forgive him. Is that what you got out of it? Yeah. Okay. That they, Yeah, he did something so bad that the princess is like, no, but he's going after her anyway. Oh. And he's, you know, he's learned from his mistakes, and they're like, in the perfect world, shouldn't we be... Rewarded for learning instead of punished for our mistakes. That's deep. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> deep. Now, there's actually um, there's narrative at the start of each level, and there was one that I actually took a picture with um, with my phone because I was like, hmm, made me think a little bit. What did it say? It said, this is deep. But to be fully couched within the comfort of a friend is a mode of existence with severe implications. To please you perfectly, she must understand you perfectly. Thus, you cannot defy her expectations or escape her reach. Her benevolence has circumscribed you, and your life's achievements will not reach beyond the map she has drawn. Right over my head. <laughs> it's like I thought I was understanding you, and then you kept so talking. So what, <laughs> what, what I'm saying is, to be in a relationship, the woman has to perfectly understand the man. But you can't go beyond her expectations of how she understands you. So you can't surprise a woman because then they'll. And your you. your life is now based in her expectations. Like you can't go beyond. Oh, that's what sad. 
Is it? Is that not what it is? That's that's like the woman's holding you back from your full potential. But that's. It says to perfectly. You're doing mediocrity. To please you perfectly, though, she has to understand you, so you can't change. But why can't it be the other way around, too? I don't know. That's just what it said. (laughs) Deep. Very deep. It's all Tim's fault. It is Tim's fault. I guess that's why in the game you can try to reverse time to reverse your mistakes. Yeah, exactly. That's what Tim is doing. He's trying to reverse time. To erase his mistakes? Mm Mm-hmm. Because in this game, you can't die. Yeah, which was awesome because (laughs) if if you could die, I would have been dead. Oh, yeah. Me too. I would have died about a billion times. So many times. But But yeah, every time you die, you just hold down a button and time reverses exactly what happened and you get to try it again. Well, each level is a little different. Um, The first one, which is, I think, level two? Yeah, it's you start on level two. Was time and forgiveness. And you're just able to reverse time. Right. So, um... You die, you reverse. And I think die, the levels reverse. were a little little beyond what you could do in a normal platformer. Because if you, if you didn't have that reverse time, there's, like, no way you would be able to, I think, to go through some of those levels. Yeah. Well, I see the, the first level as a way to get you used to that gaming mechanic. Mm-hmm. I've never played a game like that where you can mess with time. Even though I know that there's been games like that, like Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, that came out on PS2, I don't know how many years ago, mm-hmm. but I never played it. So this was more though puzzle-based versus action-based. So I saw it as kind of like the tutorial, but at the end of some of those levels, they got you to the point where, okay, you really have to think through some of this stuff to be able to get those last puzzle pieces, which is the whole point of each level is to get all the puzzle pieces because then you have to put the puzzle pieces together to put the pieces of your life back together so you can build the storyline to get to the last level sure you like that thought mm-hmm. okay and essentially there was really <clears throat> only five levels and each level you are collecting puzzle pieces to build a puzzle and you, it creates a picture right each, each puzzle is kind of vague it really isn't giving yeah. you much of the narrative while you're while you're solving each one. Yeah, when you solve when you solve all five puzzles that they first give you, it's supposed to give you like I guess like comic book frame by frame of a storyline to get you to the last part. And it, that even when I finally saw all that, it still didn't make any darn sense. Yeah, it really didn't. So, um, <clears throat> but you said stage two is where you can just reverse time. Um, stage three was. Um, you could still time reverse and mystery, time. It was called, yeah. What was it called? Time and mystery. Um, where you can reverse time, but certain glowing items were not affected by that time reversal. So you had to really plan ahead on what your next move was. Yeah, you could set up things so that once you reverse time, those items didn't move. Right. Well, for example, the first one, it's the pit. Mm-hmm. And you jump into the pit, you grab the key that's not affected by time. When you reverse time and get in reverse your guy, so he's back up on top of the pit, he still has the key. And, yeah. and then you can jump over the pit and go open the door. So the, the whole game is just a... messes with your mind the whole it time. Then it starts getting hard. <laughs> it is stage four. It's time and place. Yeah, when you, when you walk forward, time goes forward. When you walk backwards, time goes backwards. And they have things set up 
where if you just go the straightforward route, when time goes forward or backward, there's always something that's in your way that's going to kill you if you just do the way that looks like the way to go. Um, for example, one of the first levels is actually a recreation of Donkey Kong. Is it? Mm-hmm. I thought it looked familiar. Where you had the girders, uh-huh. and then at the top was a monkey with a uh, with a giant cannon, and he was shooting out the little guys that walk around. Yeah, I saw a lot of Mario in it, too. Um, mm-hmm. Dropping mm-hmm. down on that monster. Oh, uh, yeah. Remind me of, like, fighting Koopa, and then the plants coming out of the... Well, obviously, plants, plants coming, coming out, out of a sewer pipe, sewer pipe look exactly like Mario. The little guys walking everywhere look like Goombas. He with faces blatantly said that there's a lot of Mario inspiration in here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh well, I'm in, you're searching for a princess, right? You're jumping platforms, and uh, the little guy at the end of each stage was like, "The princess is in another castle," right? Which I thought was really weird the first <laughs> time I got to it. I was like. It's like a why, dinosaur. <laughs> why is there like a plushy dinosaur telling me that my princess is in another castle? Yeah, it was it was a little weird, but it was still cool. Yeah, um, actually, when the game first came out, I remember reading a lot of criticism that he ripped off Mario. It's more of an homage, it's not a rip off. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there there is a straight up Donkey Kong level in there, so yeah, but it's not a rip off. <laughs> a rip, it's a rip off when you take it. But all the haters. Yeah, try to make it the same game and call it something else and be like, no, right. oh, it's not Mario, it's Wario, or Pario. And those little guys that were walking around were actually called Goombas. Yeah, so, yeah. So, <laughs> but they're like Stupid. little weird fuzzy round things with big noses. Yeah, and they actually had like full face, a little creepy like yeah. human face. <laughs> it's like that weird stuffed animal that Finn has, it's like a stuffed animal rabbit. But then it's got, like, a human face in it, and I'm like, yeah, that thing is so creepy. <laughs> you don't like turn the lights off no, at night? No, <laughs> get it out of my house. when life got hard is when that moving forward time goes forward yeah, moving backwards I think I spent time goes the backwards most time on that level. I, I just blew through it all and said I quit <laughs> I was really taking it seriously it was it was really causing me issues yeah and then uh, after that is stage five and that's called time and decision which in that one um, I call it shadow time is everything has a shadow that moves, and what happens is you'll move, but then when you back up time and start time again, your shadow does whatever you just did. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're having to think ahead. Well, you're telling your shadow, do this, and then well, I'm going to go do this while you do that. Right. So you're, you're like pre-controlling a second player before you play what you got to play. Mm-hmm. And you got to make the shadow person and, and your real person work together, but also the enemies have shadow people. So you can bounce off the shadows and, oh my god. Yeah, and you can be killed by their shadow or they can kill your shadow. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a lot to think about. Yeah, it, it, it really is. Like, <laughs> it starts to hurt your brain. 
Do I go right, backward? Yeah. And I never made it to level six, but I know you did. I did, yes. And, and what's um, that called? That is called hesitance. Okay. And what what happens in that? This was, and it's my fault because I was being dumb. <laughs> But it's probably caused me the most frustration out of any game I've ever played. And even uh, more than uh, the Colossus game. Oh my gosh. Like, it was bad. Like No, see, I see the Colossus game. If Shadow of the Colossus is a field day compared to this game. <laughs> yeah, so I, lo- I stopped having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Like, hours previous to where, before I gave up playing this level. Rage quitting. And, Lots uh, of rage quitting. The the character Tim gets a ring that affects time, and it, it's very Frodo-esque, if that's even something. Uh-huh. Um, I thought of that, too. When he drops the ring, it slows time. Um, and there's one, one part, the part that I got stuck on, where you have to make three plants coming out of sewer pipes mm-hmm. um, move in sequence. And I was trying to use the ring to slow time to make that happen mm-hmm. when I needed to be reversing time. Because once you get them in sequence... When you reverse time and just, like, get stuck on that button, you know, on the reverse button, it keeps them inside the pipe. Just keep tapping it? Yes. Literally, like, an hour and a half of doing it wrong, uh I was... uh, It was bad. Yeah, because you have to get the three of them down so that the Goombas that are not affected by time can Mm -hmm. walk across to where you need them to be so you can bounce off of them to get the puzzle piece. It may have been that I was just tired because, like, the next day went right when I went back to it, I was able to figure it out. I was like, oh, dummy, you know, like, you're doing this wrong for, like, ever last night. But I got, like, you know, you have to pass this kind right. of mindset, and it was just bad. That's the thing about this game is it starts out, you're, you think it's really cool, but then the further you get into it, it gets so frustrating, but at the same time... Like I got, you want to so, see it though. Yeah, I got so frustrated with this game, but later, it, I find I, I still find myself. I don't want to play this game anymore, but I still find myself thinking about the puzzles. Well, when I first brought the game up, I couldn't believe how beautifully drawn it was. You know how how beautifully drawn it. Me uh, too. Was done. I, I was actually stunned by yeah, and then the it design has, like, and, the, and the graphical Celtic sounding like fiddle. Music. The, the music's the, awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, wow, this is relaxing. Like, it was like watching a moving piece of artwork. It looked like a Van Gogh painting. Yeah. And I, it kind of gave me goosebumps a little bit. <laughs> I was like, like whoa, <laughs> this is really cool. Yeah, it was, it was really neat. But then when you start, when that is what's frustrating you, you start like, oh, I hate this. Well, yeah, I hate well, it so When you much. get to the point of all you see is red and hate. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess um, it was drawn by David Hellman, who is um, a webcomic. He does a webcomic mm-hmm. called uh, A Lesson is Learned, But the Damage is Irreversible. And I really enjoyed his artwork, so I uh, checked that out. But um, I haven't read much of it, but it looks pretty similar, the yeah. artwork. So. Cool. I didn't see who did the music, did you? Um, I'm terrible with names, so even if I did, I wouldn't have remembered it. It's called Typey 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 Down. You didn't type it down? No, I didn't type it down. Braid features licensed music from Magnatune artists Cheryl Ann Fulton and Shira Kammerman and Jamie Sieber. Well, there you go. They make some good music. Of course, you'll be able to hear a lot of the music, too, because we have that in our breaks. Oh, and he chose music based on how it sounded in reverse. 
There is one. I'm, I'm going to have the, the last song at the end of this uh, episode. Is they had a song where if you played it forwards and reverse at the same time, it matches up mm-hmm. and plays together. Oh, wow. It like totally complements itself. I didn't hear that, but... Yeah, because when you play, I mean, whenever you hit the reverse button in-game, the music reverses too. Mm-hmm. So that's, they always had the music playing forward and reverse. But, yeah, I thought that was awesome when I played it. So check that out at the end of the episode. It's pretty cool. the game by watching it on YouTube. <laughs> because I spent like a week playing this game yeah. and I just can't dedicate that much time at the moment, but I, I do want to finish it. It's kind of like a mission of mine now. Yeah, it's like a obsession a little bit. A, a little bit because every time I turn around you were playing this game again. <laughs> like where's Brittany? <laughs> so uh, in, in the end, I think the game is definitely worth checking out. Mm-hmm. But the f- amount of frustration that it threw at me I don't think it's worth twenty bucks, which we kind of yeah, said in the beginning. Yeah, it's a little steep, but me, you know, I ten know. bucks. Ten bucks, yeah. I'd ten say. bucks, yeah, because I mean, you get a few days enjoyment out of it, and then you'll start to hate life. <laughs> and then when you start to think, God, I threw twenty bucks at this too, then you'll hate it even more. No, I, I actually, I do really like the game. It's just really frustrating. Yeah, I mean, in, and then when you do go on YouTube and you figure out exactly how they solve some of this stuff, you're like, there's no way. <laughs> I mean, well, there's many things I thought I couldn't, would not be able to do in that game, and I was able to achieve it. So, well, you're like not that a, hour and a half of being an idiot. Yeah, you're not a quitter. <laughs> I am not a quitter. That's one thing that could be said. So I don't know. What would you rate this game? <laughs> give it a rating. Oh, uh, mm, I guess I could give it rating based on like braids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I'd probably give it, like, an upside-down French braid. Pretty mm. difficult. Wow. Yeah. But still, still beautiful. <laughs> if I had to rate this game by color, uh-huh. I would give it a yellow. Yeah, that's kind of bad. Mm. Nobody likes yellows. <laughs> like in candy or... Like in candy? <laughs> <laughs> what about lemon heads? People like lemon heads. Yeah, but, like, you know, if you, you order the skits... Order. If you buy or- skits... Um, What's the ones? Runts? Nobody wants Oh yeah, nobody wants the bananas. I hate banana. So yellow is kind of like meh on the scale of colors. Yeah, but you always give that color to your friend. So you're trying to be generous (laughs) and you see you just give them hate. Yeah. So buy this game for your friends. (laughs) (laughs) They'll hate you forever.
So, Brittany. Yeah? What have you been watching on TV? Uh, whole lot of nothing. Should we just skip this section? Because I haven't watched anything either. No, I've been watching Game of Thrones. But you haven't caught up yet. No, I watched one episode. Okay, I just haven't seen last week's. But, yeah, it's getting pretty interesting. What do you think? Um. Oh, you said you haven't seen any? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I saw a whole bunch of nothing. I saw the coming attraction for what's happening in the next episode, where you see, um... Tyrion? I'm playing charades here because I can't remember anyone's name. Um, Tyrion. Yeah. Um, That's bad. The short, drunken guy. That's what I did for uh, charades. Um, yeah, when you, I saw the coming attraction where they get to wherever they're going, and uh, he sees the dragon. So I'm like, okay, well, something might happen. <laughs> something might happen now. Because he looked like he just peed his pants. Huh. Um, that's all I remember. Yeah, we're pretty... Oh, I went and saw The Avengers. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. And? I watched it on TV. And I thought it was decent. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some pretty awesome action scenes. But what was with all the talking? Because <laughs> it was seriously boring at, at parts. And I brought children, so yeah. I thought, oh, there'll be plenty of action, you know, no probs, they won't be too crazy and, like, talking too much. There was so much quiet stuff. Like, they go to Hawkeye's house, like, his wife's house. I hope that's not spoiling anything for anyone. Why? Boring. Uh, exactly. Why? So, okay, I know you told me the movie was, like, two hours and 40 minutes. Uh-huh. If they cut out all the crap, how long do you think this movie would have been? An hour and a half. Okay. Which is a good length, I think, for a comic book movie anyway. Yeah. It just dragged on with crazy, pointless dialogue. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. And plus a friend, my friend Brandon, who actually recommended Braid. Yes. Told me that Kevin Spacey did Ultron's voice, and it was James Spader. Did all the Spader That did Ultron, Ultron's voice. Okay. And it was Toad's James Spader. It wasn't Kevin Spacey. And I was, like, really excited. And then I was, like, it was, like, a letdown. Not really a letdown. Because I like James Spader in mm. 80s movies and whatnot. But you didn't even see either of them either. It was just like their voice. The, the guy I haven't voice. even seen the coming attractions for that movie yet, so I have no idea what the heck you're talking about. And I want to go see <laughs> Chappie this weekend at some time, so maybe I'll talk about it. You mean Johnny that. Five's brother all grown up? No. Yeah. It's much better than Johnny Five. Stop. Didn't that one guy, like, try to play an Indian actor, or an Indian guy? That was so awful. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't even Indian. Fisher Stevens. Yeah. Trying to play Indian. Bad news. And that's Johnny Five, not Chappie. Right. <laughs> now, if he did show up in that movie, oh my god, Chappie, you're alive. <laughs> then, uh... Well, this What if he showed up and tried to be an English guy, and that's how he got the name? And he's like, jolly old Chappie. Oh, that's his name, Chappie. Yeah, it's Chappie, because I think it's, like... New Zealand or Australia. Oh, no. No, that'd be England. European. Dude. Chap. You don't think they say chap in in Australia and New Zealand? But I actually think it's South Africa because the director is from South Africa. And um, they were, you know, (laughs) something by the English. No, I'm totally serious. I don't know what the word is. Um... Taken over by the English. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Overthrown? Oh, yeah. We go with overthrown. You know, they stole their, their, you know, their land and stuff. Yeah. 
Um, what did I watch? Oh, I finished watching Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Mm. <laughs> it's pretty good. Was it good? Yeah. I mean, again, it's uh, it's mindless humor, but uh, it was a good time. I ended up wanting to see how the rest of it ended. You know what, actually, I was thinking about, too? That cartoon, Uncle Grandpa. What the hell is with that cartoon? I don't know what Uncle Grandpa is. You don't know what Uncle Grandpa is? Oh, is that that weird thing that... Yes. Okay, I have not watched them watch it's an episode of that. awful. But I've God awful. seen... Is that Anyone on Adult Swim, wa- too? No, it's on Cartoon Network. Okay. I'm pretty sure. So what? what is it? It's like a guy... Randomness? A or guy it... that lives on in a RV that's always driving, even though I don't know who's driving the RV, but it's always, like, on the go. And he, like, takes his head off and stuff like that. Really weird. Just odd stuff. And, of course... He's friends case... with a piece of pizza. <laughs> like, that pizza piece of pizza art that you made as a kid. Yeah, yeah. It looks like that. So I told, I think they ripped you off. Probably. Everybody takes but my good yeah, ideas. But yeah, people take a look at it. I don't get it. I love cartoons, but it's the weirdest. It's like, I don't even want the kids to watch it. I'm like, turn But of course off. they love it, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, check it out and let me know what you think, because I'm disturbed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with some Star Wars news. So Star Wars, of course, had its digital release like a month ago, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, Blu-ray quality, digital sound, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff that everybody's bought like 700 other times. Mm-hmm. But what I thought was kind of interesting was, of course, every time you've watched Star Wars before, they always have the 20th Century Fox with the lights and the, the drums and the music or whatever that everybody's used to seeing, but they took that out. And now it's a Disney logo. Oh, jeez. Because it's not a 20th Century Fox no, movie it's anymore. A it's a Disney, Disney movie. movie. It's weird. <sighs> I don't know if I can handle it. Yeah, it's weird. Just not seeing the thing yeah, that I'm used to seeing. That's what you're going to see when the... the new one comes out, so... Well, that's true. But you're also going to see, you know, the Disney thing, but then you're going to see still the Lucasfilm mm-hmm. thing show up, too. Logo? I... Yeah. Sparkly green logo. <laughs> So you'll still see that. But there's also been rumors that now that Disney has it, Mm -hmm. and everybody knows that we all hate what George Lucas did to the damn thing, is that they're going to release a Blu-ray that has both the original untouched version and the George George Lucas messed up version on there. (laughs) So you can watch either one depending on what you like. Now that I'll buy. Because I want the original one on Blu-ray, because right now the the best version I have is the Laserdisc version. It looks like crap. No way. looks pretty good. No, it doesn't. It does. I just I th- don't have it connected right. It looks worse than VHS. It's because I don't have it hooked up right. You wait. Yeah. I'll have it hooked up right one of these days. We'll see. 
So that's the only reason I still have my laser disc player is for Star Wars. Huh. Which broke when when I moved. I had to take it apart and fix it. Speaking of breaking, do you want to say what happened to you yesterday? Uh, You're being a dummy. Okay. <laughs> so and you watched it happen too. I did, and it was like slow motion. I was like, Oh How? no, it was fast motion for me. Yeah, for me, I was like, What is he doing? <laughs> and I was like, Ouch. <laughs> So, okay, so we ha I have the living room set up where I have a shelf on one side of the TV, a shelf on the other side of the TV, like a uh, LCD TV in the middle, and then across the top of the shelves, I have a projector screen, okay? And I have not fully mounted it yet, but I wanted to see what it would look like when I mounted it. So I was holding it up with my left arm so that it didn't <laughs> fall off as I was pulling the screen down. Well, as I was pulling the screen down, there was a lot more tension than I thought there was going to be, and it pulled the screen off of one of the shelves, which also pulled my arm off with it, and ripped my arm out of socket. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> horrible. It hurt really bad, and I felt the ball of my bone sticking out of the front of my shoulder. I hit the floor and just kind of stepped there for a minute, and oh um, eventually I heard as it went back into place. That is so freakish. Yeah. Like a doll. And then my body went into shock and I shook for about an hour. <laughs> um, it didn't really hurt that bad yesterday, but today when I woke up, I was like, oh no. <laughs> Oh no! It hurts like the bone came out of the socket. It hurts like the bone came out of the socket. It's Actually, so it, horrible. It doesn't hurt as bad as I thought it was going to hurt today because I made sure to like prop it up and put a pillow on, uh, under my arm last night when I slept. So it, it it did make getting dressed for work this morning pretty difficult. Did you cry while you did it? No. no. <laughs> I did go ah every once in a while. <laughs> But, yeah, that was an experience. That's the first time I had a bone pop out of socket. That's so gross. I knew it was going to happen someday in my life. Because I'm, <laughs> so, I'm so frail. You're just waiting for the I day. Was, Your I'm, bones pop. <laughs> well, <laughs> every time I move my shoulders anyway, they crackle and pop. You're like, oh, are you going to stay in socket? Yeah, so um, it finally happened. So that was, that was an experience. That. Yeah, that's that's good news right there. <laughs> So, yeah, that's gaming news because you won't be able to use a controller. <laughs> it actually, it does hurt in my hand. Does it? So it's, it's making it a little difficult. Oh, no. Um, so, since I won't have to use my thumbs anymore, I guess we'll move right on to iWatch games. Oh, yeah. Use your index that? finger. What a segue. <laughs> so iWatch, you know, that came out a couple weeks ago, and huh. instantly there were games available for it. Yeah. And God, they look lame. <laughs> I was just, just going to say that probably doesn't really lend itself to playing games that easily. No, it looks pretty pretty. Does it look like stupid. your Pac-Man watch from the 80s? No, that actually looks cooler. <laughs> they have stuff like baseball, mm -hmm. where all it is is the guy pitches at you and you have to tap the phone, or I'm sorry, not the phone, tap your watch so that you'll hit the ball. Oh. And all, it's, just, it's just a home run derby. Oh, jeez. So you either hit a home run or you don't. Why don't you just get your old Casio... Uh... Or Tiger yeah. <laughs> Pocket Edition. Those would be even cooler. <laughs> um, they have some kind of like crazy weird RPG thing where all you do is like tap attack or tap defense. Is it really? 
Why even bother putting games on the stupid watch? Are you that hard up to play something? In meetings? On a $350 piece of equipment that you got on your wrist, you gotta play, like, games that were from the 70s. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, they could have, like, those games that have, like, the little, like, uh, BB in it, where you can, like, roll it around and get it into the 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 maze ball things? (laughs) Or, Or why don't they just have the, um... Where you where you press a button on the side and it pushes the little rings through the water and you have to put that them on the. That would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, Those just games just, are hard. just go back to that stuff. Why don't we? Those are hard. I don't know. They are hard, <laughs> but they're still fun because I played one of those last year. They're challenging. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Um, and then something else I thought was pretty interesting is Marilyn Manson's new album came out. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what makes me actually want to buy it. Mm-hmm. Okay. First, I listened to it, and it's not that bad. Okay. Second, though, they actually uh, went to Sony and said, "Hey, we want to put this on the black CDs that PS One games came on." Mm-hmm. They found old stock of actual PS One blank discs and burned the uh, the album onto that disc. Oh, cool! So they're actually PS One black discs. But the neat thing is, they added an extra coating to it, so as you play the disc, the disc turns from black to white. Like permanently? Uh, I thought so, but no. It's like a it's like the heat activated oh, okay, okay. thing, and it's because uh, Marilyn Manson said that his soul is black, but the album's all about change, so he's changing over to white. That's a stretch, but I still think that <laughs> that's cool. That's PS One disc, so yeah. So I thought that was that was kind of interesting and game related. Mm-hmm. Unlike my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> it's game related because technology did this to you. I mean, you okay. game on that. Yeah. I'll, I'll... It, it's game re- and you can't game anymore for the rest of your life. I think that would be a terrible <laughs> argument in court. But, um, so we should sue all projection screen companies because now I can't play games anymore. Yeah, you should. You totally should in one of those, like... Class Trump, action lawsuits. Trump lawsuit where you go in and you're like, I can no longer game. And then you, you they hand you a controller and you like fumble with it. You're like, See? <laughs> See, I can't even hold it. <laughs> what is this thing? You need to be wearing like a gray suit. Like a, a suit that doesn't quite fit you. <laughs> like an oversized tie. You and know? a glove that I can't put on. Those guys always wear like cheap looking suits that don't fit right. Like they just bought it. Or someone let yeah, them like borrow it. Like they got it at Goodwill somewhere. Yeah. Ill-fitting. Like one arm is, one sleeve is like way longer than the other. Yeah. Your There's a button to, missing. Needs to be in a sling. Yeah, I do need a sling. Somebody send me a sling. Someone send you a sling. Why don't you go to the doctor? <laughs> I don't want to go to the doctor. Insurance sucks. Much better to get a used sling in the mail and go to the doctor. Uh, send me a sling. I'll wear. I'll send. A, I'll put a picture out there of me wearing your sling with a big thing that says "thanks" and whatever your name is on it. I'm serious. Okay. I'm sure you are. Okay. Okay, so uh, we need to give them a hint for our next show. 
right? Yeah. So, you picked this game, kinda. We picked it together. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the hint. Alright then. I know what it is. I know what it is. Do you? No. Talking to the listener. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, if you if you have any guesses, put them on our Facebook page. So you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Make mm-hmm. sure you subscribe to our show. Twitter, Tumblr. Tumblr. I'm a little preoccupied because they're announcing what K-pop groups are going to be at KCON New York this year. Oh, Lord. And depending on who's going to be there, will depend on if I go or not. But they're being really vague about everything. Because they want you to buy tickets in hope that not your favorite will be there. Not even on yet, for crying out loud. Well, you may be able to see Britney at New York if you go to this K-pop convention. I will be in Atlanta as well, um, August 2nd. Doing what? For the Eat Your Kimchi, Meet Your Kimchi Tour. Mm, Anyone? Okay, Anyone? so all, all you stalkers out there, <laughs> you know where Brittany's going to be that day, so make sure you find her. Well, you have to get a ticket. Give her a big hug. Yeah, sure. Kiss her on the cheek. All right, that's She loves that. that stuff. <laughs> Shut up. Tune in next time, where the gaming never ends, as long as you press, press continue. continue or rewind time. Press continue. <laughs> Bye. Press continue. <laughs> Shut up.